What is up, guys? My name is Jordan. I'm with my old man, Howie. Welcome to the latest episode of the Jacobs Dynasty Sports Podcast. Episode of our podcast. Pretty cool. For the first time in uh, several months, we're actually doing this two weeks in a row, which I know I'm happy about. Um, Jordan's getting ready for a big matchup in Ann Arbor this weekend between the undefeated Penn State Nittany Lions and the Michigan Wolverines, a marquee matchup between two top 10 teams. You know, Michigan's had a pretty soft schedule up till now, and I think Penn State actually's had a soft schedule as well. So we're going to find out who's the better of the two. Yep, can't wait for the great game battle of the two top ten teams. Then you you also got another top ten matchup between Alabama and Tennessee. Then you got like other. Then you got like Oregon, UCLA. You got Clemson, Florida State. There's tons of great matchups to look forward to, and it's going to be a big week for all the college football fans. Yeah, it's a big week in college football, that's for sure. Uh, A lot of other interesting stuff going on in the sports world this week. You got the baseball playoffs. The Mets, unfortunately, were eliminated this weekend. Disappointing season for them. Again. Disappointing season for them again, but I'm sure their owner will want to Spend, spend, spend to bring them back next year to compete at a high level. Yankees are off to a good start in their series. They've taken a one nothing lead. They seem to match up pretty well against the Guardians. And, you know, the Houston Astros. They're like, unbelievable. Again, unbelievable. Just when everybody thinks that counts them out, they count themselves back in. With two outs in the bottom of the ninth, down by two, of course. It's it's amazing, even after the cheating schedule scandal. (laughs) And I don't even really watch baseball that much. I mean, I did watch some of the Yankee game last night. I'm actually watching a Knicks preseason game right now. If you're a a sports fan, this is like prime time for you. You got four sports that are going to be happening all at once starting next Tuesday. And five if you count college football, even though it's... Same thing as NFL, but it's a good time to be a sports fan from yeah. October to December. It's tough to squeeze anything else in, like episodic TV. Although, you know, I do watch quite a bit of wrestling. I happen to think that there are portions of wrestling that are that are definitely, I don't want to say must-see TV, but... It's the bloodline, literally, that's it. <laughs> it's not just the bloodline. I think it's since Vince McMahon unceremoniously was forced to step down... You know, and finally giving Triple H a chance to really make his mark and collaborate with some of the other creative people at the WWE. It's just been bringing a different side to to wrestling, which, you know, for those naysayers out there, it's wrestling is no different than any scripted television show, whether it's, you know, House of Dragon or Ozark or Squid Games. So... You know, you, you might you might doubt it, but these guys are athletes, and the WWE is more entertaining right now than it's been in a long time. As Jordan mentioned, the bloodline is a huge part of it. Sami Zayn 
is a huge part of it. And, you know, if you are a wrestling fan, you know what I'm talking about right now. Yep. But enough of the wrestling stuff. I think we should kick it over to what, to what the Why? fans are here for. Because the fans are here for the fantasy football advice. Yeah, but we can talk <laughs> about other stuff. It doesn't just have to be about fantasy football. True, true. You know? I mean, last week we sort of glossed over the NBA. We, we really need to do like an NBA preview show. Although, I have to say, I don't really know that much about the NBA. Yeah. Other than the, the Knicks look good, but they've only played like the Pacers and... Maybe Washington. The Wizards. Wizards. I don't remember. Yeah. What? The Wizards. Yeah, and the Wizards. I mean, I definitely I definitely see some development, you know, in R.J. Barrett. Jalen Brunson seems like he's going to make an impact for sure. Yep. Best point guard they've probably had, like, other Ray- than the one season when they had Jason Kidd. No, Raymond in Felton. Past 20 years. Raymond Felton. Raymond Felton was okay. <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't great. Yep. You know? But... Let's kick it over. Thursday night football. Week six. One of the worst the Thursday game where it plays pay to play. One of the worst Thursday night football matchups took place last week. I feel bad if you watch that, even though my old man well, and I, I watched definitely it. I yeah. burnt out since. But in fact I I turned it off at the end of the fourth quarter. The game was so bad I didn't even want to watch overtime. Well, get excited because tomorrow's gonna to be just as good. You got the Washington Commanders taking on the Chicago Bears. Yeah. <laughs> there are two two teams that are representative of the, the parody in the NFL. God. Carson Wentz, who has been the quarterback for one of my fantasy teams. For three out of the past four weeks, because I drafted Dak Prescott, who got injured. And I'm sort of like, I'm not even embarrassed. I'm just sad to say that I started Teddy Bridgewater this past week over Wentz, which I think was a solid decision until Bridgewater got injured on the first play of the game against the Jets, which, you know, I guess he was subject to the new concussion protocol, which was put in place after what happened with to attack Tagovailoa the two weeks previously. So I took, I think for the first time in the history of my fantasy football career, I took a donut on my quarterback, which is pretty sad considering the guy that I was playing started Russell Wilson, who gave him less than nine points in the Thursday night massacre that Jordan just alluded to. Yeah, but looking at this week for fantasy football, um, I guess in the Thursday night matchup. Yeah, if you if you want if you need a quarterback, I'm not like opposed to starting Carson Wentz. I think he's an option, an option, not the option. Option is a good way of putting it. An option, and then I think you can safely start Terry and Curtis Samuel in PPR leagues. They get their targets. I think they've each gotten like at least six to eight targets in all the games. Um. So I think you can. No, de- um, we're not saying um anymore. So um, we're, we're putting five dollars for every um into a into a charity, uh, you know, bucket. Um, um, um. I'm taking it straight out of your account. It's for charity, but Terry and Curtis, you could start. The backfield's kind of a mess right now with Brian Robinson coming back. You have Gibson. Yeah, stay, stay away from that backfield. Yeah. I think the only guy you might start in like really deep leagues is JD McKissick. If you have one of the, if you have like a Josh, really, really deep. But if you have, if you have like a Josh Jacobs or DeAndre Swift who are on, by the way, it's the start of bye weeks. 
So Derrick Henry too. Raiders, Lions, Titans, and Vikings. No, Vikings are playing. I'm missing the last team, but you know Raiders. what I. You know what I mean. It's just if you need a running back, J.D. McKissick's also an option. Lions, Lions. I said them. I said Swift. Okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> and a Ramon St. Brown, a Ronmon St. Brown. Are the Packers? Oh, Packers are on by. Packers are on by. So if you really? have, oh no, they're not. They're, they're playing not, the they're Jets. Playing the Jets. Yeah. Dude. Okay. I don't know the last team, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> just, yeah. Looking don't, at, don't listen to our show for expert accuracy. L- looking at the Bears, I don't think you could like safely start any. Maybe Montgomery if you just no, no maybe Montgomery. Yeah, but, but no one else. Don't start a single receiver. Don't yeah, just don't do anyone on the there, Bears. There's, a, there's actually a lot of lackluster matchups this week. Although a lot of games end up being entertaining, but yeah, on paper they're they're lackluster. Yep. Continuing on. One o'clock, no London game this week. Sorry, but you got the past two weeks. Um, for, sorry, 49ers, Falcons. Some fantasy um, players to look out for. Um, you got Jimmy G, who is establishing himself as a startable quarterback. No, he isn't. Look at his stats. Look at his stats. Yeah, look at his stats. He's been improving yeah. every week. No, he isn't. Okay, well, I, I'm starting him in one league. So, Sorry. That's all good. He got 19, 20 points last week. It's all good, though. Jeff Wilson emerging as a solid RB2 candidate. You could safely start him this week. Debo Samuel, obviously, must start. George Kittle has actually been pretty lackluster this season, but I don't know. He's been horrible. I don't know how many other options. I think there's only like three tight ends or four tight ends that have consistently been double digits week in and week out with Kelsey Andrews. Ertz and Goddard, I don't really know any other tight end that would be much better on waivers than, or and maybe Najoku, but no, Najoku definitely. But I don't. Aiden Hurst. Yeah, I, I think you got to start Kittle if you have Jimmy him. Jimmy G had twenty one points this past week. Thank yeah. you. Uh, and then Forty ers defense must start. They've been the best defense. Brandon Ayuk's a questionable flex play if you need someone in deeper leagues. I don't know, in PPR leagues, not non-PPR leagues. And on the Falcon side, I move uh, yeah, move along. Don't start anyone. Well, Kyle Pitts will be back, but until you see yeah. something out of him for like a heartbeat. And I know we said to pick up Allegier last week. Don't start him this week. He had a tough matchup last week and this week. He's not going to get a lot of volume, especially in a loaded backfield with Patterson out. So moving along to Patriots-Browns. Start everyone on the well, Browns. No, no. Well, one one thing I will say oh, about Patriots. Ramondre, Ramondre, Ramondre. It's it's going to be the battle of the RBs in this game. Yeah, I mean Ramondre is in the top ten of most experts this week, and the Patriots have a pretty favorable schedule coming up. Some of these experts think he could be a league winner. Damian Harris looks like he's going to be out for a couple weeks. The other Patriot you might want to consider starting in PPRs, uh, Jacoby Myers, when he's played, he missed a couple of games where he wasn't healthy, but when he's played, he's been a pretty solid yeah. PPR option. He's been good. And another tight end, if you have Waller on by or TJ Hawkins, and uh, Hunter Henry's not a bad look at either, unless a guy like Hayden Hurst is available, who's been very he good. Been, he hasn't been great this year. Yeah. 
Um, then on the take, Brown I side, the hill before you get Hunter Henry. On the Brown side, hundred percent start Chubb. He's like I think Man. the second best, second best running back this year. Kareem Hunt in Kareem Hunt in deeper leagues. I, I would not start him in non PPR. PPR, I think you could start him as a flex in deeper leagues. Amari Cooper start him. It's a must start. David Amari N- Cooper is a must start. David Njoku is a must start NFL. unless you have a Kelsey or Andrews. And I think that pretty Njoku. much. I just said him. Yep. And that pretty much does it for the Browns game, Browns Patriots game. Do you want Another it? barn burner. Packers. Actually, I shouldn't say that. The Jets-Packers game should probably be interesting. I mean, you know, Brees Hall. They both have the same record, 3-2. Yeah. Brees Hall looking like yeah. a top-10 running back. His he, own. The, Jet, the Jets have some – they've got some talent at their skill positions. I mean, there's no question about it. And I'm not talking about Zach Wilson just yet, but yeah. between Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis. Conklin. Uh, what? Conklin, who put up a donut last week. No, but you could start Brees Hall definitely in not PPR and PPR leagues. Garrett Wilson in PPR leagues startable as a wide receiver two, wide receiver three, a flex. Looking at the Packers side, start Aaron Jones. AJ Dillon's a little more questionable just because he doesn't get as much volume. Um, and P- to say I'm, I'm I'm surprised. I was actually talking about this with somebody at work today. I'm just surprised the Packers haven't used those running backs more, especially Aaron Jones as a receiver out of the backfield, just because, you know, I, I guess uh, Alan Lazard is probably their most reliable receiver. I don't even know if you could say that. Like, yeah, well, I'm saying it sort of varies week to week. You know, but we, we were saying, you know, with the, like the Giants beating the Packers last week, which was a thrilling game if you're a Giants fan. Still trying to determine how good the Packers are. And that that's not Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. But just not having Devontae Adams really just, it gives a totally different dynamic to that team. So like I said, I, I would assume he would have been using, you know, um, Aaron Jones a lot more out of the backfield. You know? I agree. But I think you have to start Aaron Jones. Looking at the receiving core for the Packers, I don't think there's a definite must start, but if I had to choose one receiver, it would be Alan Lazard. Romeo Dubes is a good guy to have on your bench just in case of an injury, but not that many must starts in this game, except for Brees Hall and Aaron Jones and maybe Garrett Wilson. Yeah, no, I, w- I would agree. If you got those guys, unless you've got a lot of wide receiver, receiver depth, depth, you're probably going to consider starting them. You know, just reminding everybody, you're listening to the Jacobs Dynasty Sports Podcast. Jordan and I guess I'm... The old man. Getting older by the day, as we all are. You have to sound, to sound, sound, sound a little more enthusiastic. Dude, I love this. I love this. I'm, I'm actually have AEW Wrestling on the TV and Hangman Adam Page, who most listeners probably never heard of, just punched himself in the head about 15 times in a discussion with John Moxley about an upcoming match and live on TV he's he's feeling his face right now and like his face like is is swollen like it, it's just bizarre maybe I'm taking back what I said earlier about yeah uh, but let's move on myself in the face Let's move on to the other games. We got the Jaguars. The Jaguars and the Colts. 
Not much to talk about there. Uh, I don't know about that. Really? I mean, you got on the Jaguars. I think you could start all three running backs in this matchup. All three running backs. Etn, Robinson, and Taylor. with ATN going to more of a split with Robinson and I have Robinson on one of my teams but we'll see how it goes I mean as far as Taylor goes you got to start Taylor and just hope I, I was reading an article earlier today where they were saying with Taylor having the slow start this year reminding people that he really did not pick up last year to the second half of the season and then he went bonkers so there's still hope if he could stay healthy yep um, Beyond that, on the Colts, well, I mean... Pittman, I Pittman, I think and you got to start. This guy Pierce, I guess, with Alan Pierce has been getting some more attention, but... Yeah, and Pittman, Pittman. I'd probably just go with Pittman. And then on the Jaguar side, actually some interesting receivers in, on the Jaguar side. You got Christian Kirk, Christian Kirk who's been a little... Inconsistent. Or, inconsistent, but I think you can still start him. Marvin Jones has actually been pretty decent... Yeah. If you look at his stats, he's been very decent in PPR leagues. And Evan Ingram's also not a bad tight end. Yeah. I don't know about the receivers. I mean, I don't want to say Trevor Lawrence took a step back this past week, but yeah. Trevor Lawrence took a step back this past week. Uh, it might not be a most appealing matchup, but these are two defenses I would – I don't know if I would say safely start, but definitely two defenses yeah, that you could start. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, and next continue. matchup is the Minnesota, the four and one Minnesota Vikings. This one has a lot of fantasy implications. Yeah, I, I, well, you have both, I gonna, both receivers on both teams. Well, I was just going to say with the Minnesota Vikings that after seeing how they played against New Orleans and London two weeks ago, it's actually hard to believe they're four and one. Yeah, I, the, the Vikings just have so much talent. You have Dalvin Cook, Sardom. Justin Jefferson, you're starting him. Thielen, start him. Uh, and, yeah, for, for the Vikings, I mean. Start them, guys. Yeah. Start those Kirk Cousins. Start them. And, on the and do- their defense has actually been a little bit better than people expected. Yeah. And on the do- on the Dolphins, two, them. two is out. Don't start him. Yeah. Don't start him. Don't start to him. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill came up on the injury report. Report I last weekend, I think he's but okay, yeah, I think he's going to be okay. So I think you got to start him and Waddle. One guy to keep a lookout for who's emerging into the starter for that team is Raheem Mostert. He had a great week last he's week. He's there. He's there. Yeah. So there. I, I would I wouldn't drop Chase Edmonds if you have him just in case Mostert gets injured. He's a good bench guy to have, but start him. No, you don't. Start uh, you can start Mostert if you need a guy. Like once, oh, yeah, no, most are definitely, but I, yeah. I, you know, I'm not Chase Edmonds. I think he had one carry this past week. Yeah, not droppable yet, but he could be getting there as you get into bye weeks and you have to sort of uh, plug holes. I agree. Three more. The one, Bengals. The Bengals and, and the Saints. Saints. Two pretty disappointing teams so far, to say the least. Uh, Certainly the Bengals coming yeah. off the Super Bowl appearance. It's like they, they got Burrow, Mixon, Chase, Higgins, Boyd, Hayden Hurst. And honestly, all those guys are startable still. It's just... It, but, but they're startable, but it's tough to know week to week, really. Well, Ch- Chase, Mixon, and Higgins, if they play... Panda. You, 
What? I just remembered that those sneakers are coming out this weekend. Cool, dude. Sorry. Let's stay on topic, old man. You got Mixon, Chase, and Higgins, all startable. Burrow, you could start him in this game. I think this game isn't going to have a lot of defense. It's going to be more of a back-and-forth game. Boyd. New Orleans defense has actually been solid this year. They really have. I mean, they're one and four, so they can't be that solid. Are they one and four? Yeah. Sorry. But think about Taysom Hill this week. Well, I just want to get finished with the the Bengals. You got Hayden Hurst and, and Tyler Boyd. Hayden Hurst is a decent option in all formats, just because the tight end position is so limited when it comes to good value. And Tyler Boyd, it, it just depends on if you have a receiver on by, if they're injured. But he's not a bad option if you need a guy to well, plug and play. Like the, the, the problem is with the Bengals is that they've just, just been consistently inconsistent. I mean, you know, you got to play T. Higgins and Chase. If he plays. T. Higgins, keep an eye on T. Higgins this week on the injury report. He didn't practice today. Well, I think if T. Higgins is out, then... Boyd bumps up to what? And then yeah. bump up. Boyd would be pumped up to what? Like low-end wide receiver two, high-end wide receiver three. Bump it up, bump it up. And then on the Saints side, co- stop. Just stick to the podcast. Just trying to be funny, bunny. Yeah, Alvin Kamara must start. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, Chris Olave, Chris Olave, you could start if he plays. Oh, no, he's out. It's not he's official yet. If he plays, though. Oh, I think they're leaning towards out. And Taysom Hill's definitely a guy to keep an eye out for. Yeah, yeah, if you... Roll the dice, yeah. Taysom Hill. And, certainly looked good this past week. And Michael Thomas once again looks like he's going to be out. So, another does he? Yeah, he did not practice today, and they said it's not looking good for this weekend. Yeah, I, I would definitely expect to see Taysom Hill get some wildcat snaps and creative packages out of the backfield because they're, they're lean on talent right now. Yep. Now we got. One of the better matchups, Ra- oh, on paper, the Ravens and the Giants. Who would have thought that coming into the season? I, I think it's safe to say on the Giants side, Saquon's the only guy you could really, and Graham Gano, who's been great this year. Those are the only two guys that you could start safely on the Giants. And by the way, ju- just just saying that it, again, it just reinforces how amazing it is that the Giants are four and one. Just yep. amazing. And on the Ravens side, Lamar. Stardom, Dobbins, you could start. Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews, obviously. And then when it comes and to the receivers, like, I don't even know. Duvernay. Du- I started Duvernay in, a, in this. Yeah, game. but Bateman's back, so. Just, is he definitely back? I'm pretty I, I sure. that's definite. If it's not definite, you can start Duvernay. If it is, just if you have other options. It's only if you need a plug-in player for this week. If you have an Amonra or Devontae Adams who's out this week. That pretty much does it for that game. It's like great, great matchup on paper, but when you look at fantasy, it's only like three or four guys. I would agree. I mean, I I would actually. I mean, going into last week, I thought the Giants were going to lose to the Packers, so I would certainly expect the Ravens to win. But the Giants and and Justin Tucker obviously a must start. Uh, the Giants coaching staff is turning water into wine. Yeah, like, not even kidding. I I can barely name one wide receiver on the team. Richie James, come on now, Richie James. And they might might be turning Daniel Jones and into an NFL quarterback. I mean, it's so 
similar to what they did with Josh Allen. It's just crazy. Just think about it. If he had one decent receiver, if he had a big-name decent receiver, like when the Bills acquired Stephon Diggs, oh, my gosh. It's amazing. Cause like I said, Daniel Jones taking care of the ball and just the coaching staff is putting game plans together and just keeping them in all the games. Yeah. So I'm happy as a Giants fan. Moving on, though, we got... Moving on. We have the final 1 o'clock matchup. That's going to be a one-sided matchup. Buccaneers-Steelers start every offensive player on the Buccaneers. The only guy that you could maybe start... I Like, don't start any receivers on the Steelers. Not even Deontay Johnson. It's just... I, I think I think most people have to start Deontay I, Johnson. In, fact, in PPR. In PPR. In PPR. Today he he has he's the only receiver in the NFL with fifty targets who hasn't scored a touchdown. Yeah. So, so in PPR he though, his, he gets his targets, he gets his catches. He's just on a really bad offensive team this year. Yeah. So he's probably going to end up with two or three touchdowns, but just just bad. And Najee, I I think you have to start him, but he's not an RB one that everyone expected him to be. He's more of an RB two. Yeah, I mean, Tomlin said Jalen Warren is going to continue to get a bigger role. Remains to be seen if that actually happens, but if he's available in your league, probably a good stash right about now. Certainly looks a little bit more shifty and faster than Najee. Yeah, he's more like elusive. Najee's more like a, I'm not comparing him to Derrick Henry, but he's more like on a, he's more of a runner, not a, not a two-dimensional yeah. two well, player. The, the thing is with Najee is that Najee, even last year, he wasn't the most efficient running back. It was just volume. And I guess maybe Big Ben was a little bit better off yeah. at moving the offense, even though that's not saying a lot considering the disappointing season he had last and year. And speak, speaking of Derrick Henry, that's the final team with a bye. We finally got it after 26 minutes. Okay. Now we got the... We actually have some pretty good matchups for the 425. Two in particular. One, we'll start with the bad one. Rams-Panthers. McCaffrey on the Panthers. On the Yeah, no, the Rams have been disappointing this on year. On the Rams, Higby, Cup, if he plays. I would not be surprised if Cup sat out this week. He did not practice today, and they have a bye next week. So they said definitely something to keep an eye out for. Well, what's, what's wrong with Cup? He's a foot injury. Same, same with Aaron Donald. I, I, I don't know. Are they, I guess they would rest him in what Aaron Rodgers, not uh, Allen Robinson would be yep. the top target. I mean, yeah. are, they, are you thinking they're going to rest because they think Well, I, that's what they tweeted. They said they have an easy matchup this week and they have a bye next week. So they want to, they said it's like totally not out of like, it's an option to, to rest him this week. Not out of the realm of possibilities. Yeah, yeah. So, but if he plays start, obviously he's the best receiver in PPR and standard. No, I wouldn't safely say there's a set running back in the backfield for the Rams. It's up in the air still. No one's really established themselves. And Stafford, I don't even know. I just, I don't even think he's startable at this point. Yeah, I would agree. The the only problem is, with even saying that, is like once you get past like the top quarterbacks, it's just... None of these guys are consistent. So, but I hear you. I hear you. If you got Stafford, you might want to pick up Geno Smith or something. Mm. If you're available, even. And now looking at 
the Gino, the second best matchup of the four, 405, 425 slate, which is still a great matchup. You got the Cardinals and the Seahawks. A lot of fantasy value. You got Kyler and Gino, both startable in every league. DK and Tyler Lockett have been great this year. Kenneth Walker. Lockett more the last couple weeks, actually. Yeah. We have a couple of disappointing. Yeah, but it was just a start. Um, Kenneth Walker. realizing now. He's got him. Kenneth Walker gets a bump. He's the RB1 in the backfield now with no Rashad Penny. Pick him up. He should not even be available in any of your leagues. Yeah, no, he's been picked up by now. Yeah, and then looking at the – and Will Disley, if you need a tight end, definitely an option. Looking at the Cardinal side, Kyler, you could start a Marquise Brown. Hopefully he continues the way he plays with Hopkins coming back next week. But owner should be pretty happy with what you've gotten out of him so far. Zach Ertz, must start. Zach Ertz has been solid, too. Yep. And Eno Benjamin, if James Conner is out, is a start yep. this week. Definitely pick him up. Even if Conner plays, I mean, yeah. it's funny. It, and that's one of the frustrating things about fantasy football. It giveth and taketh away about how James Conner had, what, 16 touchdowns last year. And now he's back to being the same often injured guy he's been. I think he had one really good season with the Steelers. And then he was on and off injured. And now with the Cardinals last year, he had a good season last year. And now he's on and off yeah. injured again. So, and now let's go to the, the best matchup of the year right now. <laughs> Every single person, I don't even care what position, except for the defenses. Yeah. Start your offensive linemen. Start, start every single offensive player start in this. Coaches. Start every single offensive player. It does not matter if they're a wide receiver one, two, or three. It doesn't matter if they're a bench player or starter. Honestly, it, like start everyone. And saying this is probably going to be like a six to three game, but I was thinking that same thing. But Mahomes, Allen, Singletary, Hilaire, Diggs, Juju, Scantling, Kelsey, Knox. I think there's only so much to go around. I know, I know. I'm getting a little. Carried away, anyway, but the, the Kansas City receiving corp has also been incredibly frustrating. Other than yeah, Kelsey. but I think this is a matchup where you could just go crazy and start everyone. I I, I just think there's so much. I'm not definitely starting Juju. I had him on one of my teams. I dropped him. I mean, because he just he just hasn't been there. You know, he gets six or seven targets, but the, yeah. It's a big yard. So, and if you somehow don't have any players in this matchup, definitely sit down and enjoy this one because it's going to be a fun I was one. Say, if you don't have any players, don't watch the game. Sit and sulk. Yeah. I'm shocked that this is an afternoon game. And then, and then we have Monday another night. great matchup on Sunday Night Football. You got the undefeated Eagles going up against the division rival Cowboys with Cooper Rush, who's five and zero as a starter, leading the way. Four and zero. No, he's five and zero now. Four and zero this season. Well, but didn't Prescott get injured in the first game? Yeah. So you're giving Rush credit for winning that game? No, they lost that game. He's 4-0 as a starter this season, 5-0 and as a starter overall in no, his career. I didn't realize he played a game last year. Yeah. Sorry. So, and I think that win was against the Giants, honestly. But I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, Thank you. But on the Cowboys side, I think you could start Zeke and Pollard. Nah. Philadelphia's defense is like the number one defense in the league. I mean, I guess if you have them, you're going to start. Them. I have Zeke and Pollard. Yeah. CD, you know, CD's a must start. Good. 
Yeah. CD's a must start, obviously. I don't... Michael Gallup. Potentially. And then, I don't even know. Is Dalton Schultz healthy? I don't even no, know. He's banged up. He's not definite to play. But let me ask you a question. What do you think about the Cowboys' defense this week? They've been... I'm starting them. I mean, if you look at, like, they took care of business against the Rams. It's... Even if they give... They don't even give up a lot of points. But even when they do, if you look at the amount of sacks they get... They make up for the amount of points they give up, and they haven't really given up that many points this year. No, I agree. It's I like it's like everyone cool. thinks like the Buccaneers. Like it seems like they destroyed them on that first weekend, and the Cowboys' defense held their own. Yeah, no, but I was gonna say like is Philadelphia one of those teams that you just don't play good defense? Yeah, I don't know. It's just like the Bills against the Chiefs. I feel like is different because it's gonna be a shootout. Because I, I feel like both quarterbacks can handle their own against every any team they play. But for the – like Jalen Hurts, I don't think, has won against any playoff team at all in his career, which is crazy to think about. I think he's 0-16 against Brady, Allen, Mahomes, like all those quarterbacks, Lamar. So it's going to be interesting to see how it, – it's going to be a good game. Definitely a good game for Sunday night. Absolutely. And before we get to the final matchup, I'm just reminding everybody you're listening to the Jacobs Dynasty Sports Podcast. Jordan and I really featuring, featuring your boy, Jordan, and the old man. Your boy. Your boy. And now, I don't, I, I, don't even know, I don't even know how to feel about this game. Just because yeah. the Broncos are so disgustingly like bad, but they are. You just wonder: is there some improvement around the corner? But you know, just despite Cortland Sutton, by the way, Cortland Sutton very consistent. Yeah. This year, everybody else in the Broncos, not so much. Yeah, despite despite how we feel about the Broncos, I think you could start Melvin Gordon and Cortland Sutton. I don't even know if you could start Russ anymore, just because. I don't even know what his deal is. Well, and I'll tell you this. I don't think that Melvin Gordon is going to, you know, be getting more than 50% of the carries. I think Mike Boone. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. I forgot about him. Mike Boone is starting to take on relevancy as a running back. I'm not saying I would start him this week unless you're in absolute desperation. But uh, I like what I see out of him. I agree. I think that he has the potential for his role to grow. And then on the Charger side, I think you could pretty much start any offensive play. Like if Keenan Allen ends up playing, I'm saying that I'm like pretty much. Saying okay, well, Herbert, Eckler, Mike Williams, and Keenan Allen. If Keenan Allen plays, and then I think he's probably gonna miss another game. Anyway. I agree. And a guy to look out for on your waivers if he's available, Josh Kelly. Despite not being the starting running back, he had a great or not a great week, but he had a pretty decent week last week. He gets touches, and the Chargers are in a lot of shootouts, and they're a high-powered offense, so definitely worth a bench spot if available. Yep, yep. That's the full slate for the week. Yeah, so So it started off. Obviously, that that Bills-Chiefs game might be the highest-rated game of the season, and I think the, the Bills are on a mission, you know, for revenge. For losing to the Chiefs last year, if you remember, they lost. They never even had a chance. Yeah. To Interesting ball. fact, by the way, this is the first game in Mahomes' career where he's the underdog. Forty-six straight games as a favorite. 
pretty impressive. It's ridiculous. Yep. But they have every right to be the underdog. Not discrediting the Chiefs and Mahomes, but the Bills are something else. Yep. Jeez, I just dozed off there. Talk about your old man. Yeah. But, Literally just dozed off for a split second. Rapid eye movement. But that pretty much does it for week six. A lot of a lot of interesting things to look out for this week. Whether the Giants and Jets are legit, what's wrong with the Packers, probably the matchup of the year. There's a lot of... It's just, it's just really, again, like parody in the NFL. It's, it's amazing. Like, you just don't know. You know and that's what makes it so it. fun. It makes it fun. It also makes it a little crazy. But Knicks are now down by two to the Pacers. You know, we got ahead of ourselves yeah. there. Just, they're going to be undefeated for the preseason. Yeah. Just a quick baseball update. The Dodgers up 2-1 against the Padres. Braves looking to bounce back after a tough one loss or one run loss to the Phillies. But I think it's safe to say that everyone's expecting the Yankees, Astros, Braves, and Dodgers to be the Final Four. And who do you think is going to the World Series? I, as much as it kills me, probably the Dodgers and the Astros. Did they play? The last couple of years. The Astros beat them the year they cheated. Wow. Yep. I mean, I'm not really watching hockey. We talked about a little bit about college football. Well, yeah, Ra- Rangers won last night. I know. If we had a root for a are team. They, are they supposed to be good this year? Yeah. They have the best goalie in the league, so. And when does the NBA season open? Next Tuesday. I think we could touch upon that real quick. Just give our early before season predictions. But I'm just going to say a question. You're just going to give me a quick answer. No explanation. Yep. Your championship matchup and who you have winning. Go. For which? Your championship matchup and who you have winning for the NBA. Championship matchup. God, it's such a tough call, especially in the East. Because you think about the teams that are going to be good, you know, from the Bucks to the Nets to yeah. the Celtics. Philly. Philly. Philly's going to be really good. They really are. In fact, I'm going to probably, I'm going to say Philly going against. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to say going against the Memphis Grizzlies. Wow. I have Bucks Clippers. Yeah, Cl- no, Clippers should be very good, if especially if they're healthy. Yeah, but I like Philly this year a lot. MVP. MVP, I have Luca. I think he's due. I think his team is the best he's had so far, especially with uh, the acquisition of Christian Wood. Uh, I just think it's. I just think it's his best team. No Brunson, so Doncic is going to get more minutes. He's my pick. Yep. Same with you. For MVP. Yep. Uh, listen, I think he's definitely going to be top three. I just I don't know how good that team is going to be with Brunson gone. You know, I mean, if they can win fifty games, probably going to be him. But if not, I'll, I'll go to Giannis yeah. just because he, he, you know, he's essentially he's become like LeBron earlier in his career, where really you could give him the MVP every year. Yeah, he's that good, and he gets better, and he's just a good all around guy. Yeah, no doubt. 
but going to be interesting. I mean, a lot of good teams on paper in the East. And then, yeah. It's like looking at the West, you have the Clippers, you have the healthy Nuggets, the Mavericks, the Warriors, the Grizzlies. The Nug- or, I already said the Nuggets. Even the Lakers, like, you can throw them in. And then you got, I don't even, like, know. Like, there's just so many teams. Yep, I agree. Hopefully. The Suns. The Suns. I didn't even say the Suns. Yep. Yeah, the Suns look good. And then we can touch upon these real quick. Rookie of the year. Hatchet Holmgren, but injured. So I have Paolo Banchero now. On the magic. I think you pretty much agree with that one. And then we got six man. Six man, I think we both agree. Tyler Harrow, right? Hello? I think we got a connection issue, but I'll keep it going. Why would it happen? I think we had a connection issue. Uh I think I dozed again, but in all honesty. It's all good. I ha- I made up a good excuse. But one more coach. <laughs> yeah. One more. We have, we have coach of the year most improved. Most improved for me is Desmond Bain. I think he's due for a great season on the Grizzlies. And coach of the year, I have. Able. I have. I have Doc Rivers for my coach of the year. Oh, in the NBA. I thought you meant in the NFL. No. Doc Rivers, who who's the coach of the uh, the Clippers? Tyrone Lowe? Yeah. I'm gonna go with Tyrone Lowe. Alright. Well that pretty much does it for the NBA. We'll we'll get into it more next week, especially with the first games rolling around Tuesday night. I just want to check real quick who's playing Tuesday night. The Warriors, I'm assuming, are playing, right? Just because it's their ring night. It is. And they're against the Lakers, I believe, which Wait, is ring night going back. What was that? Warriors, it's ring night? I believe so. Yeah, interesting with Draymond Green. Yeah, right? you got I mean, Philly, Philly versus Boston and LA versus Golden State. Two great matchups. And what night is that? Tuesday? Tuesday night. And then Wednesday night, you got everyone else. Or I think mostly everyone else. And then Thursday, I know I'm looking ahead, but you got the Bucks and the Sixers. And then the Clippers versus the Lakers. Jesus. It's star, star-studded lineup to start the season. I agree. Who do, and the Knicks play the Grizzlies to open it up. So I think it's yep. Jod, MSG. Yep, Should MSG. be fun. But definitely a lot to look forward to if you're a sports fan. College, football, NFL, baseball, hockey, basketball. I got everything. And I think that pre- – and WWE, if you're into that too. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. Do yourself a favor. Well, I don't even know if the bloodlines are going to be on Friday. I think Bray Wyatt's going to be on. But if you do have to to catch some WWE, just keep your eyes on Sami Zayn, who's like hilarious. But having he's having a really nice run. I agree, and that pretty much does it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. We should be doing this every Wednesday. Hopefully, we'll do it more times each week, and. Always a blast with the old man. So good luck in your fantasy matchups. Enjoy all the games this week for all the sports. And by the time we'll see you next week on Wednesday, there will probably be many injuries, many breakout stars, 
upsets in college football. LeBron will probably drop 50 points. And the Yankees will probably, like, end up getting eliminated. (laughs) Or Aaron Judge will break another record. So, old man and his son, Jordan, signing off. Jacob's Dynasty Sports Podcast.